People can't get enough of the Stouting Off podcast. Tune in each week as Drew Stoutenberg and his producer, Jordan McMillian, spout off commentary on the everyday. The Stouting Off podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. E2i Design is a full solutions provider for all things audio, video, lighting, and broadcast. Whether it be design, installation, or simply offering gear for a great price, E2i Design supports you by providing the right tools for the job. Look them up on Facebook or Instagram at E2i Design or visit their website, E2iDesign.com. Well, surprise, surprise, I'm back again this week with another episode of the Motor City HDJ podcast, making up ground with episode 204 entitled 2022, The Year of the Boom. So today's show is going to go into the bonus episode column, and weddings are back. As of this moment, we are poised for a monster year. According to wedding trend and planning experts, this year we're going to see the most weddings since 1984, and i got to say I'm kind of thrilled about it. Of course, the last two years have been a challenge for the event industry, and just to know that we're bouncing back feels so good. So it's all about the numbers today. I've got plenty of facts and figures to discuss. I'm going to bring it full circle on how all of this applies to your wedding planning for this year and next. Spoiler alert, it's all about flexibility, so keep that one in mind for this episode. Don't forget about my sponsor, E2i Design. Find them on the website, E2iDesign.com, or on the socials, at E2i Design. 2022, the year of the boom. Starts right now. Motor City, thanks for being with me for another one. I am your DJ, Brett Cummins, here to fill the gaps of a missed week of show. And I've got a surprise episode, we'll call it, of the podcast today. I can't wait to dive in. It's a surprise because I didn't plan on it. I was just, you know what? I was reading some stuff. I wanted to share it with you, so here we go. But first, I hope you're doing well. It's been a great week so far, a wonderful week. In fact, we are fresh off the heels of watching number nine finally get his ring. And yeah, while it is bittersweet to see your city's quarterback for the last 10 years go off and win a Super Bowl with another team in his first year on that team, it is uh, still pretty cool to see a guy get the support that he needs to be successful at his job. So congratulations to Matthew Stafford and to the L.A. Rams on their second win in franchise history. But let's talk about that halftime show, right? There was tons of hype leading up to this year's halftime entertainment, and my professional opinion is that it was definitely, definitely worth the wait. Several talking heads out there have described it as a love letter to L.A. and a gift from Generation X. So if you missed it, make sure you're searching for this thing online because Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Cameo by 50 Cent, Anderson Pack showed up. Artistically, it was one of the most visually appealing shows in a while. Of course, it was awesome to see another hometown hero in Eminem make an appearance, and of course, he totally killed it. So yeah, I mean, that's uh, probably the closest Detroit will ever come to a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> For some time, at least. But we gave them our superstar quarterback and our superstar rap god. What else could they get from us? I don't know. But Rosanna did say she needed at least another two hours of that halftime show. And I get it. I, I, you know, obviously it was for the 80s and 90s babies out there. So bravo on a halftime show. Well done. All right. With all that out of the way, let's get into today's topic. However, before we can dive in, 
We need to quickly take a look back at how last year shaped up for us in the wedding and event industry. And a quick point of note before I do that, I've gone to the Knot, uh, Wedding Wire, the New York Times, the Wedding Report, and various other resources to make sure I have the most comprehensive picture of how events looked in 2021 and what that forecast looks like for us this year in 2022. So most of the data that I will share with you comes from the Knot 2021 Real Weddings Study and This study took responses from over 15,000 couples who were married last year. And what makes this study so fascinating for me is that it reveals that most of the things affected by COVID in 2020 bounced back to levels that we saw before the pandemic started. For instance, in 2020, 45% of couples needed to change their wedding location. Last year, that number dropped significantly down to 10%. And in 2022, 98% of couples getting married say that they are more than confident their weddings will go off without a hitch. So hopefully we see that wish come true for all of these couples. And, And that trickles down to the amount of guests at the wedding as well. Between January through June of last year, we saw an average headcount of 94 compared to the second half of last year, where average attendance was up to 110. Now, here in the Midwest, (laughs) we had a different idea. We said, to heck with small weddings, our average was still around 128 people. And that lines up with this year's forecast. The, The idea is that weddings will be back to that 2019 average of 129 to 131 guests. So let's look at the big picture of what weddings really look like in 2021. So according to the Knotts study, here's what we do know. Last year, 85% of couples made sure to include at a minimum one COVID protocol measure as part of their day. Now the average was three. So between masks, social distancing, limited guests, and vaccination requirements, it was pretty cool to see an overwhelming majority of people wanting to keep everyone safe during such a volatile time. For the most part, it wasn't the rules and regulations that were as huge of a deal as far as having the party was. It was it was really just about the inconvenience of the masks or the smaller numbers of guests. Now, couples spent an average of anywhere between $22,000 to $34,000 total on their weddings in 2021. And this included everything from the ceremony to the reception, the engagement ring, all of it. The promising part about that is that it falls right back in line to where people were spending their money in 2019. And that right there to me says that y'all are ready to spend that money again. So we've gone from scaling back to full steam ahead like we did almost two years ago. Moving into the last year, the average length of an engagement for couples who got married in 2021 was almost a year and a half, 16 months to be exact, And I know for some people, that's a long time to be engaged. But the fact that last year's couples stuck it out is such a heartwarming thing. I mean, that's commitment right there. 75% of the people that got engaged last year have set their 2022 wedding date. And I'll say that I see this quite frequently. Most couples get engaged the year before their wedding. So I feel that it's common to see at least a year between engagement and wedding day. So that trend still remains, but with a much greater majority of people from years past. And 
Last year's couples weren't afraid to trust professionals. The average wedding saw newlyweds hire as many as 14 different vendors to help execute their big day. That's a, I mean, that's a good team of people, right? Have you, have you really thought about how many people it takes to deliver a successful wedding experience? Let's just go down the short list of vendors right now. 14 vendors off the top of my head. DJ, photographer, videographer, uh, florist, coordinator, planner, just depends on their title, caterer, uh, venue, hair and makeup, attire, cake baker, officiant, uh, jeweler, maybe like a rental company if you're doing like an outdoor wedding, a limo company, right? It takes a small to medium-sized village to pull a wedding off. Really, it, it does. You need a team of people to do a wedding. And so, yeah, y'all still hired people. <laughs> That's good news there. The most popular month for a wedding last year, October. Almost a quarter of weddings in 2021 took place in October, with 80% of the most popular event dates being chosen during the month. 2021 certainly prepared us for the bounce back that will happen this year. Lauren Kay, executive editor of The Knot, says, quote, this year will not only be the year with the most weddings in recent history, but also starts to welcome the next generation of couples, Gen Zers, getting married, end quote. That's pretty exciting stuff, too. It's really good to see this new wave of people prepare their hearts and their minds for the biggest day of their lives. And if last year was any indication, I'm going to be even busier than I've already forecasted. For the couples that got married last year, December was the most popular engagement month, with 20% of those couples saying, I do, in the 12th month of the year. Summer and fall remain the most popular seasons for weddings. I mean, you only have four choices, right? So <laughs> they tied uh, with 70%, 77%, rather, excuse me, of weddings happening at this time of the year. And yeah, that's... That's been pretty consistent as time goes on. I mean, you only have four choices, so it's no surprise that those two remain the most popular to have a wedding. And the average age that a couple got married was 34, or 33 for women and 35 for men. How about that? I, I, I feel like when I first started doing this, couples were much younger than me, and last year changed all that because that gap is definitely closing very, very quickly. So looking ahead to this year, I mentioned at the top of the show that 2022 is positioned to be one of the biggest years on record for weddings since 1984. And according to data from a vendor consumer trade group called The Wedding Report, we should see roughly 2.5 million weddings this year. And a good majority of this boom is all thanks to events that have been rescheduled over the last two years. The rest will most likely be consumed by couples that decided to get engaged during the pandemic, right? So uh, here's the deal, though. Before we can get all excited about such a big number, two and a half million is a big deal. Before we can get excited about that, let me put it in perspective for you real quick. Even though 2022 will have the biggest numbers in over 30 years, it shouldn't necessarily be put in the mind-blowing category just yet. Now, I have no idea why they provided the data on this, but according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, you know them, you love them, they're the CDC. <laughs> Around 2.1 million weddings happened each year between 2009 to 2019. The numbers were puny in 2020 with just 1.3 million weddings, but they got better last year with 1.93 million weddings happening 
according to the aforementioned wedding report. Like I already mentioned, 75% of couples who put a ring on it last year have already set their date for this year. 65% of couples will again choose summer or fall to get married, and for the sixth year in a row, October will be the most popular month to have a wedding. Bonus points, can you guess what the most popular October wedding date will be? Stay tuned for the answer to that one. Shane McMurray is the founder of The Wedding Report, and he advises, quote, if you're going to go through with a wedding in 2022, be patient, end quote. He also says that you will need to be financially flexible, too, because he anticipates the average cost of a wedding from last year, $22,000, will rise to just under $25,000, so be ready for that. Another big thing you'll need to consider for weddings happening this year are issues with the supply chain. And it should go without saying, but I'll say it anyway. The reason that you're going to be spending more money is that things as simple as paper for invitations may be hard to come by. Even florists are having difficulty getting items from their suppliers, right? So be prepared to pay more for even the smallest of things. And the economic effects are being felt by more than just couples. Your wedding guests may be spending more money just to be able to share your big day with you. According to a study by Wedding Wire, guests spent an average of $160 on a wedding gift in 2021. And listen to this, $460 to attend your weddings. Now this year, that number is trending up for many reasons. While the registry gifts, wedding party attire, money in the card is all big part of that, you also got to consider the cost of fuel has risen. Transportation isn't getting cheaper. So just because you may be spending more money for a wedding in 2022 doesn't mean that your guests aren't feeling it. And it also doesn't mean that you'll be inviting more guests. Shane McMurray, again, says that guest counts have been decreasing since the middle of the 2000s and that the 75 to 100 person weddings may continue to be popular. But don't think for a moment that big, elaborate weddings won't happen. I've definitely come across couples that want to stay as far away from the mini wedding celebrations as possible. And believe you me, there are still many of you that are looking to pack the house for a good time. I've, I've seen some of them in my 2019 couples that did that, but I've also seen my 2019 couples move their wedding four years out. Now, this was before the pandemic even became a thing, but I've seen some of my 2019 couples move their wedding four years out to 2023 just so they can have their party with every person they planned on inviting. And that to me is dedication. <laughs> so I will stick by you because my goodness, you are sticking by them. Holy cow. I mean, that's a big deal um, to, to push your wedding that far out just to make sure you can invite every single person you wanted. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll stick by you on that one. Not that I wouldn't anyway, uh, but, you know, if you're committed to them, absolutely. I, I will always be committed to you that way. Now, with that being said, the elaborate weddings, they're still going to be a thing. But the biggest thing to consider is, is the, you know, the venue. Is the venue going to be available? 
Another survey I looked into uh, was done by David's Bridal, and they discovered that 75% of brides are most concerned with making sure that their dream venue is available for their big day. It's number one on the to-do list, and I definitely don't blame them. I've already had to turn multiple couples away because all of them have asked for the same date, and I've had to just tell them that I'm already booked. Now, one thing I want to make very clear to you is that even though all of us vendors are in high demand, that doesn't mean that we've won the lottery. It doesn't mean that our industry is growing out of control. It just means that there's a ton of built-up demand. See, we're all trying to play catch-up from dealing with the last two years of, of spinning our wheels, as it were, due to COVID. We're basically having to stuff two years of events into just 365 days. Sure. I mean, there's plenty of opportunity for us to make that money back, and it's exciting. But listen, y'all, we are drained. The crazy part, though, is that we would do it all over again and all over again and all over again, because that's what we do. That's what we do. We roll with the punches to make sure that all of you have the greatest memories of your life. If you don't hear anything else I've said in this episode, I want you to make sure you hear this. Because there's now such a demand for wedding and event vendors, there's also been a ton of new vendors popping onto the scene. And I use the word vendors for these folks very lightly because if you're just popping up to take advantage of the fact that people need to have someone do something for their wedding, I'm using that word vendor very loosely because I think you have to earn that term vendor. I really do. Just make sure all of these folks that are popping onto the scene, make sure to do your diligence, read reviews, check references, ask to make sure they have a business license, liability insurance. If they're legit, they should be able to provide those things for you. No questions asked. Send me an email. I will gladly send you my business license, my liability insurance. Uh, hopefully, you know at this point <laughs> with a front-facing website, uh, a podcast, you know, other resources, uh, you know, the social media, uh, the followers. I mean, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, so I absolutely can provide those things for you on the spot. As far as moving forward with COVID on the back burner, so we looked at 2021 looked at the past. We looked ahead to 2022 for this year. But as far as dealing with COVID, well, here's the reality. Most experts and vendors, including me, I would like to think I'm a, an expert at what I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, I talk about trust and respect and value and excellence. Most wedding experts, wedding vendors, we doubt I'm going to say this on record. We doubt that we will need to deal with any more COVID-related reschedules. I don't believe we will need to be postponing weddings anymore. We shouldn't need to be postponing weddings anymore. But that's not to say we shouldn't be concerned because it is a, it's a pandemic. Pandemics just don't go away overnight. So while we should be concerned about pandemics, we shouldn't let them rule how we plan our lives. We've done this now for a couple years 
and I think we've got most of it figured out, uh, especially because the wedding and event industry has been extremely diligent in keeping people informed about how to safely celebrate these special moments of life. If it's masks or vaccines or both, we've had a couple years to figure this thing out. We've got it under control. We know what we're doing, right? Now, a few moments ago, I said that 98% of couples are confident that their weddings will take place with no issues due to COVID. And I feel just from noticing the way that you've talked about it, even with Omicron in the mix, the new couples I had, um, obviously I'm recording this um, and you're hearing it on Sunday. I'm actually recording it on uh, the 19th. So even the couples that I talked with earlier today on the 19th, they've had enough and they are eager to get married. But that doesn't mean they don't want safety. Okay. As far as the safety protocols and certain things to do to keep people safe from COVID. One of the couples I just talked to today, they wanted to make sure that all of their guests were fully vaccinated for their wedding. That's their choice. Absolutely. That's their choice. So looking at some of the data again, uh, going back to that group of people that talked about that 98% of people that are confident that their weddings will take place with no issue due to COVID breaking down some other things, kind of micro data in there. 81% of that same group of people say that they will implement at least one health and safety measure to prevent the spread of COVID. Now, as far as the order of their preferences, here's how it kind of breaks down again. You know, the, the percentages don't add up because it kind of the different protocols kind of cross each other in some certain points. But in order of their preferences, 53% of people will provide hand sanitizer at a minimum. 40% will require facility or staff to wear masks. 30% will require some sort of vaccination and 16% will require a negative COVID test. And I promise you that as restrictions continue to change and evolve, all of us wedding professionals are more than prepared and we are more prepared than ever to tackle all of these unprecedented challenges. There's that word you've heard (laughs) on the news since this whole thing broke unprecedented. It's true. It's probably the best word I can use to describe this. We are more than prepared and more prepared than ever to tackle all of these unprecedented challenges and guide you to the finish line. Your guests are absolutely eager to party with you. They want to spend more time with you and spend more money on you. They are ready. And 2022 is where it's at. I'm going to be the guy If you hire me, I am the guy. If you've hired me, I am your guy to bring you into the best night of your life and to celebrate that with all of these other people around you, okay? So looking at last year, looking at this year, looking ahead to the rest of this year, moving forward amidst COVID, I I know it. it's a lot of data to unpack, but if you go back and re-listen to all of it, just to make sure you've, you've heard it, I think it will help you understand where we've been over these last couple years, where we've gotten to, and where we're headed to. I think those are all things, very important things to consider. And sometimes it does help just to hear real numbers to put those things in perspective. Now, 
I know there are still a lot of you that are working with me that have been waiting for your moment. And I promise you that I want nothing more than to help give you that moment because it has been a journey for all of us, right? Um, Friday the 13th, was it? Friday the 13th is when, at least when I went to go pick up Brianna from school, they said, this is it. We're letting them home uh, early because we don't understand about this COVID and we don't know what to do. And then, yeah, the wedding that I played March 14th, 2020 was the beginning of trying to unpack and understand the effects of COVID, the impact of COVID on the wedding and event industry. But looking back at 2021, looking at where we were, looking now to what we see for this year and how to deal with life amidst COVID, I think that gives us a better understanding of why 2022 will be the year of the boom. And for those of you waiting on your moment, I'm going to give you that moment. I'm going to help give you that moment because you've waited a long time and your moment is coming. I got you. I promise. Okay. With that, I just wish and hope all of you have a great week. Make sure to like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Tell me how I'm doing. And yeah, back at it again next week. I'll talk to you then. If you're still listening, by the way, the most popular date was October 22nd. See you next week.